Alright, what is going on guys? Uh, back here with another podcast today. Uh, this is going to be my Monk Draft 2.0 today. So I'm going to have two parts of this video. I'm going to have the first part, which is going to be my round one of this 2.0 Monk Draft. And then the second part is going to be of my uh, 2.0, or sorry, uh, it's going to be, yes, my 2.0 uh, second round draft picks. So make sure to listen to both of those. I'll have them both out, the next one out soon. And uh, yeah, so this this one, we're just going to be doing the full first round mock draft. And then uh, on the next podcast, we'll be doing the full second round. So uh, let's get started, guys. Uh, with the first pick, the Jacksonville Jaguars will end up selecting Trevor Lawrence. Urban Myers already said that Trevor Lawrence is their guy and that they're going to draft him. So let's not really talk about that. I mean, it's pretty obvious that they're going to end up drafting him. Uh, with the second pick, the uh, New York Jets are going to select quarterback Zach Wilson from BYU. Uh, at his pro day, he played phenomenal. He had a really awesome throw that looked a lot like Mahomes. And I I know that I would like to keep personally, like I know Sam Darnold is a good quarterback and I would like to keep him. But I know that Robert Saleh, he wants to start off fresh along with the new coaching staff. So why not start with Zach Wilson right there? You could end up, they could end up drafting Panay Sewell, you know, uh, and keep uh, Sam Darnold, and that way Mekhi Becton and Panay Sewell would create a pretty deadly offensive line, but uh, I think that they're just going to go with Zach Wilson and play it safe and start off fresh. Um, and then with the third pick, the San Francisco 49ers, you could go a lot of ways on this one. Um, so I know that they've been looking for three different quarterbacks, between Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Mac Jones. I know that they're really looking into Mac Jones. Same with Justin Fields and Trey Lance. Really, I wouldn't be surprised if they were to go with any one of those on draft day. So, But I'm going to make a decision here, and I'm going to go with Trey Lance. I think Trey Lance fits that offense perfectly. He's more of your traditional pocket passer, and I think that's exactly what the uh, Niners need. Uh, yes, they could use a running quarterback as well, knowing their running back situation, but I just have them going Trey Lance. Either each of those three quarterbacks would be great in San Francisco, but they're just going to go with Trey Lance in my opinion. Um, and then with the fourth pick, the uh, Atlanta Falcons are going to select uh, Justin Fields. I You could go either way here. Some people have said that they, they are not going to draft a quarterback and maybe instead draft like a – Patrick Sertain the second, but I really think you can't pass up on a quarterback like Mac, like a uh, Justin Fields or Trey Lance. One of those two quarterbacks will be available at that fourth spot. Snatch him up while you have the chance, and then let uh, Matt Ryan start. See how he does. He's probably gonna finish the whole season next year, but he can mentor whatever quarterback they draft. And then when it's time for uh, Matt Ryan to retire or get traded, who knows, then whoever that quarterback will be will be ready. And I've heard that they the uh, Falcons are also, like, next year, they might end up getting rid of him just to save. I heard, like, if they cut him, they'll end up saving, like, $10 million. So who doesn't want $10 million? And you have that perfect quarterback right behind uh, 
Matt Ryan ready to go. So, yeah, I think it's going to be Justin Fields going there. The, then with the fifth spot, I have the Cincinnati Bengals selecting Panay Sewell, tackle from Oregon. I think in every single one of my mock drafts, I've had Panay Sewell going to the Bengals. I could have, there's three options they're looking at. Panay Sewell, Kyle Pitts, and Jamar Chase. Let's think about this. Uh, Bengals allowed so many, ten, like, I forgot how many sacks it was. A ton of sacks in just 10 games. I think it was close to 30 on Joe Burrow. 30 sacks in 10 games. It's terrible. So, the, Burrow needs to be protected. So, that's why they're going to go with Panay Sewell. Uh, I want them to draft Panay Sewell, but I would also love to see Kyle Pitts or Jamar Chase go there. If they get Jamar Chase, uh, like, when Jefferson Jefferson that was there uh, in, in the LSU's winning season, when they won the championship, it was Jamar Chase. He was the one who... Uh, everyone was talking about who Burrow threw to. He had so many. I think he had twenty touchdowns just from yeah, twenty touchdowns just from Burrow and like one one thousand seven hundred receiving yards. That's incredible. Uh, that's why I really think that Burrow and Chase would work well. And then you'd have a deadly wide receiver duo there. You'd have or trio because you'd have uh Higgins, the newly acquired Higgins. Uh. Uh, Tyler Boyd and then Jamar Chase, and then if you get uh, Kyle Pitts too, I mean, that'd be another deadly trio. So you go either way there, but I think Panay Sewell is the way that they're gonna go. Uh, and then with the sixth spot, I have the uh, Miami Dolphins selecting tight end Kyle Pitts from Florida. I just think you can't pass up on Kyle Pitts. Yeah, I know you would. The Dolphins have been looking into Jamar Chase like a, like they really have been. But I think that, you know, the Patriots are in their same division. They're going to run that two tight end offense. Why not compete with the Patriots with that two tight end offense as well for the Dolphins? And you're going to need to compete with the Bills as well. So I think that Kyle Pitts would be perfect for that offense. Give uh, Tua another weapon. Yeah, they could use like a tackle maybe or uh, a wide receiver. But Kyle Pitts can be that wide receiver and tight end. So... I think I know I know you guys already have Mike Gesicki, Mike G, but you can't pass up on someone that good at that spot. So that's why I have Kyle Pitts going there. And then with the seventh spot, the Detroit Lions are going to select uh wide receiver from LSU, Jamar Chase, right after that. You can't pass up once again on a wide receiver like that. Uh I know that that's their number one guy who the draft who they were who they will draft. But I think that the Dolphins are going to end up drafting Kyle Pitts. But if they do end up drafting, uh, the Dolphins do end up drafting Jamar Chase, uh, the Lions would probably end up going with Jalen Waddle. But uh, that's what I just have Jamar Chase going there because he would be that number one wide receiver in the draft uh, that's left right there. So perfect uh, for both. Dolphin and Lion right there. So I think that Lions will draft Jamar Chase. Um, and then with the eighth pick, I have the Carolina Panthers. This might surprise a lot of you guys, but I have them picking uh, quarterback Mac Jones from Alabama. Uh, Mac Jones, he is probably the most NFL-ready quarterback in the draft this year. And I just think he's going to provide a great... He's going to be great for the Panthers. Think about it. You have a real good quarterback there. You don't really need a running quarterback because you got 
uh, CMC in the backfield. And then you've got DJ Moore and uh, Robbie Anderson. Two amazing wide receivers right there. So that they need to get a hold of Mac Jones if they if he's available right there. So, yeah, Mac Jones would be the perfect guy for the Panthers. And, yeah, you could go maybe linebacker here with uh, Micah Parsons maybe or maybe a cornerback. I'm not sure. Or even a wide receiver, but... I think Mac Jones is the way to go. They could end up end up trading up as well. I was debating on doing that, but I think that they're just going to wait and see who they have, who that uh, quarterback will be. Because, I mean, they probably won't trade up just because they know the 49ers. It's, it, I'll tell you what. The way the quarterbacks are going to get drafted, it's all going to be based on who the 49ers select. Whoever they select, we'll debate on who the uh Falcons will draft in the Panthers, but in this situation, Mac Jones will be going there. And then with the ninth spot, I have the uh, Denver Broncos selecting Micah Parsons, linebacker from Penn State, best linebacker in the draft. He does have some character issues, which I would kind of be worried about, but I think the Broncos can handle that. And uh, think about how deadly the Broncos' uh, front would be. I mean, you have Micah Parsons, and then... You, and then you still got Von Miller and Bradley Chubb. That's incredible. Yeah, that defense is gonna be scary. Knowing me, a Chiefs fan in that in, in that AFC West, Broncos or Broncos defense, if they get Parsons, is gonna be one to compete with. They are gonna be tough. I'm telling you that. They're gonna be a, definitely a number one defense in the NFL. So if they get a hold of Parsons, definitely take Broncos defense and fantasy. Definitely take them as one of your first defenses sometime in those later rounds of fantasy, but uh, back on track to the draft, the Michael Parsons, he would be the perfect guy for the Broncos, and they'd have the deadliest linebacker duo in the league, and I just think that you can't really pass up on that guy. And then with the 10th spot, I had the Dallas Cowboys selecting cornerback Patrick Sertain the second from Alabama. Nothing much to say about here. Uh, it's been like this since the very beginning. Uh, that they're going to pick Patrick Jertain. Maybe they end up picking J.C. Horn or Caleb Farley, but I'm pretty sure Patrick Sertain's going to be the one. He is definitely the most safest uh, pick cornerback-wise in the draft, so I think that you need to be safe in this draft, and uh, the Cowboys do need to, too, because they really need to draft defense, and I think Patrick Sertain second is going to be that perfect guy for the Cowboys. And then with the 11th pick, I have the New York Giants selecting uh, tackle Roshan or Rayshon Roshan uh, Slater from Northwestern to tackle. Uh, he's definitely a really good tackle. Uh, who knows? Maybe the Bengals even select him because of Panay Sewell's character issues. So I have no clue who the uh, Giants will end up drafting. Tackle wise, but Rashawn Slater will be that best uh, overall tackle that would be left uh, in that at that point in the draft. Uh, so nothing much really to talk about here. Just yeah, they're going to draft a tackle, and that person is probably going to end up being Rashawn Slater. Slater, I don't even know how to pronounce his name. Um, and then with the 12th spot, I have the Philadelphia Eagles selecting 
Devontae Smith, wide receiver from Alabama. It was tough deciding this one, guys. They could have gone Jalen Waddle as well, but I just think that Devontae Smith would fit perfectly in the Eagles if it was a different team, like like I said earlier with the uh, Lions. They would end up picking uh, Jalen Waddle if uh, Jamar Chase was selected earlier just because he, w- he Jalen Waddle would fit better in that team and in that offense. But in the Eagles situation, Devontae Smith would fit better in that offense than uh, Jalen Wildwood. So that's why I have Devontae Smith going there. Then with the 13th spot, the uh, L.A. Chargers select tackle Christian Darsaw from Virginia Tech. Uh, He's probably that third best lineman in the draft. Uh, And they need to protect Herbert. And that's why they are going to select Christian Darsaw. Uh, I'm not really going to talk much about this one. It's just that they're going to be drafting this guy, and he's going to do hopefully pretty well in that offense and help the run game out as well as protecting Justin Herbert. Then with the 14th spot, I have the uh, Minnesota Vikings selecting Quiddy Pay, edge rusher from Michigan. Uh, Quiddy Pay is definitely that best best uh, edge rusher in the draft. He's He's... He's very good. Uh, I'll tell you that. Uh, and the I would like I would be very surprised if the Vikings end up going offense on this pick, just because of how bad their defense was last year. But then again, I mean, like half of their defense was injured, but they're gonna have everyone back this year. And why not uh, get an edge rusher to attack uh, the other quarterbacks in their division, such as Aaron Rodgers, uh, Jared Goff, and Andy Dalton. So. Quiddy Pay, uh, I think he's going to be a Viking coming up in this draft. Then with the 15th spot, I have the New England Patriots selecting J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina. Now listen to this. I wouldn't be surprised if the Patriots end up trading up for a top 8, trading with the Panthers or the Falcons, something somewhere around there, because they're going to need a quarterback. Well, not need, but... They do. I know that Belichick wants a quarterback. They're not going to get Trask there at that 15 spot. So they would have to end up getting. Uh, they would have to trade up in order to get a quarterback. So that's why I have them drafting J.C. Horn, cornerback from South Carolina, just because a cornerback is another position they need. They could end up going Jalen Waddle there, but I just feel like they should focus more on the defense. With the 16th spot, I have the uh, Arizona Cardinals selecting cornerback from Virginia Tech, Caleb Farley. Uh, he's got some character issues as well, uh, but he did not play at all in the 2020 season, but he did in the 2019 season, and when he did, he played unbelievably well. So uh, I don't think that Caleb Farley will end up going in the second round. He probably will end up falling later in the draft, somewhere maybe in the 20s or 30s. But I just, I think that the Cardinals need, I don't think that they draft uh, oh uh, Christian Barmore so far early. I know I had that in my last draft, but I think that Caleb Farley would be the way to go on this pick. Then with the 17th spot, I have the Oakland, oh my gosh, the Las Vegas Raiders selecting wide receiver Jalen Waddle from Alabama. 
I know this is crazy. I don't think anyone has ever seen in any mock drafts a wide receiver going to the Raiders, but I think they will. Just think about it. Uh, they lost Nelson Aguilar. They did sign John Brown, but John Brown is not a going to be a huge impact. And Henry Ruggs in his rookie year was not a huge impact either. So I think that I'm pretty sure Henry Ruggs was Alabama. I'm pretty sure Henry Ruggs, yes, went to Alabama. So then why not just have those two Alabama wide receivers right there, Jalen Waddle and Henry Ruggs. So I think that Jalen Waddle will provide a great weapon for that offense, and then their offense would become one of the best in the league. And they could use a tackle, but uh, I definitely think that you're if Waddle's still available there at that 17th spot, you can't. You got to go with Waddle. So then with the 18th spot, I have the uh, Miami Dolphins selecting Tevin Jenkins, tackle from Oklahoma State. He is another very good. Uh, oh. Tackle and draft, probably fourth best, in my opinion. In my opinion, he's fourth best. But, uh, yeah, Dolphins, they did already get in my mock draft here. They got a hold of Kyle Pitts. So uh, they're going to need a tackle as well to protect Tua, and that person will be Tevin Jenkins. Then with the 19th spot, the Washington football team will end up selecting uh, Notre Dame linebacker Jeremiah Owusu-Koromoa. Uh, he is that second best or linebacker in the draft. He's pretty good. Uh, and the Washington football team needs a linebacker. Not need, 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 but I definitely think that they need a wide receiver. Not as much as, like, a quarterback, but they're not going to be drafting Kyle Trask, like I said earlier, once again in the draft, uh, or so early in the draft. So uh, Jeremiah Wusu-Koromoa would be the perfect person for that defense. And then the Washington football team defense will become one of the best in the league. Then with the 20th spot, the Chicago Bears will end up selecting Rashad Bateman, wide receiver from Minnesota. Uh, the Bears, are they need a wide receiver. Not, I mean, I really think that Anthony Miller, or, yeah, Anthony Miller, uh, Allen Robinson, and their rookie, crap, what's his name? Darnell Mooney. I think Darnell Mooney has a ton of potential. I think that he was a big draft steal. Because he had a not a terrible rookie season. He didn't play that much, but when he did, he shined. But uh, Anthony Miller, he drops a lot of passes. And I think that Rashad Bateman, I think that Anthony Miller needs to get out of Chicago. Uh, and then Rashad Bateman can help out that wide receiving core and not have Andy Dalton just be throwing to uh, Allen Robinson. And with the 21st pick, the Indianapolis Colts are going to select Jason Owe, edge from Penn State. Uh, Jason Owe, he's that he's one of the better edges in the draft. Uh, I could see the uh, Colts end up drafting like Gregory Rousseau here or Jalen Phillips, but I definitely think that Jason Owe is the way to go here. Yeah, you could go with those Miami people, but... It's really going to be neck and neck between choosing the two Miami edge rushers or the Penn State Jason Owe. Uh, but I think Jason Owe will be that person going to Indianapolis. Now, I know Indianapolis also needs a wide receiver. They really do need one. 
but I just think that uh, let's just start building more up on that defense and attack because they're going to need to stop Derrick Henry. And uh, what other running backs? I mean, now that the Texans have, oh, Philip Lindsay and Mark Ingram, you'll be, have to be able to stop them too, as well as uh, Titans, Texans, Colts, and oh my gosh, I mean, you, I know these divisions so well. Why am I forgetting? I am lost right now, guys. I am actually lost. Oh my gosh, the Jaguars. Sheesh, I'm an idiot. Uh, James Robinson there too. So, uh, Jason Owe pick to go for the Colts. Then with the 22nd spit or spot, I have the uh, Tennessee Titans selecting wide receiver Elijah Moore from Ole Miss. Uh, Elijah Moore has really made himself. He like he's moving up on the draft boards. He was probably gonna be a second rounder here, uh, like literally a few weeks ago. But then when he hit his pro day, he had an amazing pro day. So uh, now a lot of teams are looking at him for one of the better wide receivers in the draft. Yeah, he's not probably top five in my opinion, but I think that in other teams' opinion, he is a top five wide receiver. And the Titans do need a wide receiver, and. Uh, after losing Corey Davis, Elijah Moore is going to be a great wide receiver for that Titans offense. Another weapon for Tannehill to throw to besides uh, A.J. Brown. And then that offense will just flourish. They will be amazing. So Elijah Moore is going to be the pick that the or the player that the uh, Titans will draft. Then with the 23rd spot, the Jets will once draft again in the first round, and they are going to draft Aziz Ojulari, edge rusher from Georgia. He is a very good edge in this draft as well. Like I said, uh, he's up there with the um, two Miami edge rushers and that Penn State edge rusher, Justin Owe. You could go with uh, the Miami rushers here. I I have the uh, Miami rusher, the Miami uh Guys, they're going to the second round, but I kind of regret doing that. But Aziz Ojulari, I think that uh, he'll do pretty well in uh, New York, and so will the two uh, uh, Miami edge rushers. So really, with when it comes to edges in this draft, with those top four or five edge edge rushers, it's really just going to be neck and neck. Like you could pick anyone, and they would still be really, really good in your offense. So, uh, Aziz Ojolari, person going to the Jets. Um, and then, with the uh, 24th spot, I have the Pittsburgh Steelers selecting Walker Little, tackle from Stanford. They could go running back here, but in my opinion, it is always you never draft running backs in like the first round, unless it is a very, very good running back, just like how Saquon Barkley came out of college. Unbelievable. Chris McCaffrey, when he came out of college. Unbelievable. So uh, there are the Steelers are going to draft Walker Little, tackle from Stanford. He's probably that best available tackle left in the draft. Uh, so why not draft a tackle there after probably end up you're probably going to end up losing Alejandro Villanova 
and you lost Marquise Pouncey. So let's start building back up on that O-line, and you can start there with Walker Little. Then with the 25th spot, the Jacksonville Jaguars are going to select Trevon Morig, or Morig, I can't really pronounce his last name, safety from TCU. Uh, they did get Shaquille Griffin, uh, and I think that they should get some more uh, weapons in that secondary, and Trevon Morig is definitely the best safety in the draft. So snatch him up there at the 25th spot, and then you've got yourself a guaranteed really, really good secondary right there. Then with the 26th spot, the uh, Cleveland Browns are going to select Nick Bolton, linebacker from Missouri. Uh, Nick Bolton is a very good linebacker, too. He's probably that third best behind uh, Owusu Koromo and uh, oh Micah Parsons. Uh, and the... Uh, Browns could definitely use a linebacker build back up on that defense. Uh, you could go with an edge rusher here as well or a defensive lineman, but I think a linebacker is probably the way to go because there's not a really good amount of uh, linebackers that will be available in the second round. And uh, So get the linebacker now and get your edge or defensive lineman later or defensive tackle later in the uh, draft. And with the 27th spot, the Baltimore Ravens will select Terrence Marshall Jr., wide receiver from LSU. This guy has also made his way up the draft boards. Uh, he had a pretty good pro day as well. And, uh, yeah, he is definitely he's making his way up on uh, the draft boards. I mean, I thought he was going to be for sure like a second rounder or a very, very late first rounder like in this spot right now. But uh, Ravens are going to take him over Kadarius Toney and Rondell Moore. And any other wide receivers? Uh, I think Karen Mar- turns Marshall. I think he is kind of a bigger wide receiver. I don't know if I'm saying that right uh, or if I'm correct or not, but I think he is. And uh, they already have Marquise Hollywood Brown and Willie Sneed. So you need to definitely get another wide receiver, and we can start there with Terrence Marshall. And then with the 28th spot, the... New Orleans Saints will go where, oh my gosh, I can't speak today, guys. The New Orleans Saints are going to select wide receiver Rondell Moore from Purdue. Uh, You could go linebacker here, cornerback, but uh, you can't just have Michael Thomas, you know, after losing uh, Emmanuel Sanders to the Bills, uh, you got to get that replacement there as that second string wide receiver. Uh, So, Rondell Moore from Purdue. Perfect person to fill in that spot for the New Orleans Saints offense. Then with the 29th pick, I have the uh, Green Bay Packers selecting Kadarius Toney, wide receiver from Florida. Uh, Kadarius Toney is my favorite wide receiver in the draft. He's a speedster, and uh, Devontae Adams is a bigger wide receiver, and you need a quicker one as well, so start there with Kadarius Toney. If you get Kadarius Tony Packers wide receiving duo, I mean, right there is already one of the really deadly ones in the NFL. So, yeah, I definitely think that uh, Kadarius Tony will add a great addition to the Packers offense and uh, hopefully get the Packers back up to that Super Bowl contending spot. Now, with the 30th spot, I have the Buffalo Bills selecting Christian Barmore, defensive lineman from Alabama. 
Uh, he is going to be that interior uh, defensive lineman for you. And uh, knowing the Bills, you're going to need to get after some of those quarterbacks, especially in your uh, oh uh, division. I mean, you've got Tua, and he's going to have a great uh, offensive line, in my opinion, this year. Uh, so you're going to have to get alignment to go after uh, those quarterbacks and like Cam Newton as well and Zach Wilson, probably Zach Wilson. Uh, and you'll have to get after, I mean, Jets' offensive line could possibly be a very good one too. Uh, so I just think that uh, they'll, that Christian Barmore is the pick to go if he is there available in that 30th spot. The 31st pick. My Kansas City Chiefs will select Dylan Raduntz or Raduntz. I I basically just said the same same thing. I don't really know how to pronounce that last name. It's kind of weird. Uh, but he's a tackle from North Dakota State, same college as a uh, oh uh, Trey Lance. So he protected Trey Lance in high school or in college football, and he has been there for a while. So I, he's definitely going to be pretty experienced, and he's probably going to be one of the be- better. Uh, like NFL ready tackle in the draft, and I think the Chiefs real they really 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 need a tackle, and I think Dylan Redunce would be the perfect person for the Chiefs offense, uh, at least available like top top tackle wise left in the draft. And then with the final pick in the first round with that thirty second spot, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers will select, in my opinion, quarterback Kyle Trask from Florida. Uh, Kyle Trask, uh, I think that Tom Brady can mentor him just like, I mean, you saw how, uh, Jimmy G did with the 49ers. He didn't do terrible and he led them to a Super Bowl, not a victory, but to a Super Bowl. And, uh, Tom Brady can mentor Kyle Trask like that. And then when, I mean, Tom Brady's not going to play forever. So Kyle Trask, uh, Tom Brady will mentor him and then hopefully in the next, I don't know, two years maybe, uh, Kyle Trask will be ready to start in Tampa Bay and lead Tampa Bay in the same spot that Tom Brady had been doing the previous years. So, guys, that will conclude of my full first or full 2.0 first round mock draft. I do like this mock draft better, so I guess you could say that this is my 1.0, but I guess the 1.0 is just the one you made first. So, this right here is my favorite mock drafts. We'll see how my 3.0 is. I'll have that one out sometime maybe this week. And, uh, yeah, so I'll have that 2.0. I'll have the part two of this with the round two uh, of this same draft available soon, hopefully in the next day or two. And then, yeah, I'll start working on some more podcasts. And, yeah, so... Yeah, I'm hoping that the draft this year goes well, and that is my full first-round mock draft. Uh, Thank you all for listening to my uh, podcast today, and we will see you guys later on the next podcast. See you guys.